Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. Very Seth MacFarlane, if he just comes back and nobody says and they don't shit. Nobody it says shit. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. And then they won't address And then it. the whole time, right? The whole time, you'll have people like throughout the whole episode acting like, um. So why? And then Brian will change change subject just, mm-hmm. right, to something totally. Talk about different. his novel. <laughs> that would be totally faster than the You're speed. You're based on the fact that I finished my novel, which we didn't talk about, but we'll talk about later. No, I already know that you finished your novel. This is I, I don't think you're going to be able to talk to him about this later. No, I'm not. I'm thinking He's about. not going to be talking. I about might have got. I might have gotten an, e- an email about uh, proofreading. Faster than the speed of Doug. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Doug. I bet you it's great. <laughs> That's Iron Eagle. You're a prick, and I'm taking all of you. And by the way, all of you are in the acknowledgement page. I'm taking all of you out. Did you just spell prick with an E? <laughs> You're a prick. P-R-I-E-C-K. You're a prick. 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 We are But it's going to be fragrant foul right there. In the soft opening, we got farts. Right there. Are we on? Oh, yeah. God, you're an asshole. Welcome to Shooting the Gap, everybody. I love the soft <laughs> opening with you guys. You never do it when I ask, and like you know, you can record everything that we have said for the last hour, but no, you just like let's get this two minutes where it's no, no, we've, we've, we've Let's just get the parts where I catch you guys being dumb for about two minutes. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, man. Welcome to Shooting the Gap, Ryan. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I had a pretty good week fourteen. And then a very bad beginning to my week 15. That yeah, was a bad one. It was a bad one. And uh, I would like to personally welcome probably my first friend from high school. Probably what? someone I've known for a long time. This would be Ryan's. Well, definitely known for a long time. I've known him for a minute. Yeah, this would be Ryan's older brother, cooler brother. <laughs> welcome, Justin. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. He's my only Appreciate brother, it. too. Oh, you didn't mean it that way. Damn it. No, I'm your brother, motherfucker. I'm everybody's brother. I'm another mother. What are you drinking on over there, Ryan? Stuff. Stuff. Tell us your your that weed. Tell us your light in the loafer beer that you're drinking on right there. What? What's you liked it? You said you liked it. Is that gonna add? It's not Bud Light. What? What? what, Now it's not Bud Light. Now you're not happy. Is that gonna add some more sugar to your tank, Ryan? What are you drinking, Gonzo? I'm drinking a Budweiser Select (laughs) that was out of Ryan's fridge because my boy Justin bought a bottle of ultra premium Colorado Crown Club whiskey that is made in Houston. I I only drink the (laughs) finest Colorado. That's whiskey made in Houston. from Houston. <laughs> yeah, it's made in Houston. <laughs> it says it right after it talks about all the stuff that it does in Colorado, imported by Elite Brands, Houston, Texas. Oh, you know, yes. Corona, <laughs> Chicago. Oh, yeah. That's why the piss is so bad. That's right. God. It's Midwestern Fucking piss. assholes, fat sausage eating fucks, and their goddamn piss. Now, speaking of Midwest, Ryan, you said you had some beef with a certain Josh McCown. Why don't you expound on that? What? Why don't you get to that a little bit? A little bit. Little bit. So some people, okay, some people they play fantasy sports, right? And then some people they lose, okay? You're paying attention? Sometimes they lose to backup quarterbacks named Josh McCown, you know? And they sometimes outscore Peyton Manning, which is fucking ridiculous. 
It's bound to happen. Um, real quick before we get into this, my, I want to ask you a quick question. Would you start Jay Cutler or would you start Josh McCown? I feel like I wanted to start Josh McCown. I gotta agree with you on that. But I understand. I understand. I understand. I understand the hot hand syndrome because here's the thing: is like he's played well. He's played him so well, and twelve touchdowns, one pick. And when when you're playing so well, it becomes so hard to pull pull a guy out, especially for I mean, well, shit, it happened to fucking. Oh, what's his name in New England there? Can I give you an example? Prior to Tom Brady. Uh, Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe. Yeah. Yeah. He was playing well. Was playing very well. And then he went got to hurt. Dallas. And now Tom Brady, end of story, right? That's right. But I don't know that this is necessarily end of story. See, they, that, ah, Man, I don't know what they would do. I, I, I don't well, know. well, here's what they have to do. Because we'll, we'll get into the, they have the to picks win. and recap. So. They have to win. But what happens because, period... Cutler's an unrestricted free agent next next year. He can do what he chooses. Are the Bears putting him out there to see if they want to keep him? Well, they're not going to throw a franchise tag on him because then you eliminate any salary cap that you have to help yourself in that horrible I, farce and, of a defense. And every player, every player can refuse the franchise. That's tag. that's true. They so cannot they can't, sign. They can be, it can be voted. They cannot down. sign. The franchise tender, but in the meantime, they can't sign other tender. You know, let me but, pick your guy's brain real quick because I have a question. Hold up, let him answer the question first, and then we'll go to uh, picking. Brains. To answer my question, I think I go with the hot hand, and I'm playing. Josh. I would have started Josh McCown, and I'm a big Cutler fan, but it's hard to pull a guy out that has done mm-hmm. that well. It's it's difficult. Uh, I mean, he's been a backup for ten and a half seasons of his whole career. Various starts here and there he's had in Arizona. Some shaky starts. Yeah. You know, like but you know what? He hasn't he's had shitty. any shaky starts these last four games. Three and two. He's three and two. Three for and two. Five games. Three and two for five games. One pick. Uh, yeah. One pick. Eighteen touchdowns. I, I'm not denying that part. That's so but, good. But, but you take a whole. You take a five game. I know what James Weiner would do. He'll take five games and be like, "Well, then he rules." Or do you take the whole catalog before that, and even consider it? On that note, I think it's just a rough decision. I'm glad I don't have to make I'm it. I'm glad I don't have to make it either. <laughs> that sounds terrible. On that note, that's the question that I wanted to pose to you guys. In college football, we've seen, especially with uh, big prolific teams like Bama, uh, Texas, not A&M, and uh, a couple other, couple other big teams out there that use situational quarterbacks uh, where you have situational downs where you're going to throw in a different quarterback. Is this something that you could see happening in the NFL, just like we had the uh, the it's, run first quarterbacks come in, and that was kind of a fad? Are we going to start to see a shift towards situational quarterbacks? Not in this case. Not in this case. It's happened before in the NFL numerous times. Uh, the Broncos back in the day they rotated Tommy Maddox and Sean Moore um, in the, the <laughs> midst. Of, yeah, I'm delving deep in that motherfucker, aren't I? You like that one? Uh, it's it's happened before many many times. I don't I don't see that being the like state show. No, he was a cool left handed so quarterback. Awesome, you know, left handed <laughs> quarterback hitting Anthony Miller and then you know Glenn Mulburn and all that shit. Almost beat the Cowboys when they were the bomb. Um, uh, I, I don't. I don't think it's something that's going to happen at all. That's that's a college football thing. Well, it's absolutely things, college things, football. It, it, it like is college football. Fads, but anyway. let's let's look at some things that college football wise that have made their way into the NFL. Okay. And I'm talking primarily about the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, that's because they have a college coach. I get that. Okay. And that's exactly what we're starting to see. I mean, it's starting to become 
a thing where college football is starting to slowly leak over into the I, NFL. I'm not I'm disagreeing I don't, to I, that I extent, but but look at look at what Chip Kelly has done with his offense in Philly. He's not really just running that same offense he ran in Oregon. Not at all. He adapted to the NFL. He adapted his offense to the NFL. Sure. That's the only way a guy like Nick Foles can do that because Nick Foles is not a runner. Nope. At all. And he had all the time in Oregon a quarterback that could run and make 10 to 15 completions a game, maybe. So that's, I, no, I don't see that creeping in. The option has kind of crept in. Um, the spread offense has definitely become part of the NFL. Yeah. But no, I, I don't see the QB rotation happening anymore. Well, I think the spread offense became part of the NFL. The second that they're like, you can't touch the receivers, and now these guys are so athletic. Not I mean, true. The Houston Oilers did it in it's the true. early '90s. They were they all spread. Yeah, they had they had that. Ernest Gibbons. They had Haywood Jeffries. They had I just uh, forgot two other fucking receivers that were great on that. Just weren't able to do it. Pulling out Haywood Jeffries. Nice. Yeah, Haywood. Haywood was the nice. man. He was the first I guy to have hundred catches over and over again. He was awesome. He was awesome. My producer is sitting there. He wants a piece of paper. So there it is. Write something down. Do it, well, Doug! Do it, Doug. At this point, um, I have to say that, uh, Justin, you don't know what my hand signals uh, mean. And you're this one means he's going to, to jack out. you off. This one here means I'm going to throw up. Oh. Mm-hmm. To Would be honest, I wasn't <laughs> really paying attention this to means producer 15. <laughs> I know it's really complicated. This means 30. Oh, that one, that one in six minutes, this asshole. means 45. <laughs> Two plus one. <laughs> well done. Sometimes she goes like this, and you're like, okay, 50. You could have just said 45. Yeah, no, Sometimes she goes this. That means an hour five. Oh, I thought you were punching a turkey. This means uh, you guys are talking yeah. way too much, and I'm getting frustrated. I thought you were punching a turkey. <laughs> Just draw that hand on a piece you of paper and punch it. A turkey. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just stuffing holding a turkey. Cool. All right. Uh, I don't want to hold it. you Ready guys to go. Up. How did, how did your uh, picks go? Because I don't remember how my picks went. Just I didn't write so them down. Standing. I did thirteen and three. I'm willing to bet I went ten and six. I'm thinking I went right around that area. You know, believe it or not, guys, I'm doing a spread league this year, and last week I didn't do too bad. I got 12, 12 games 12 last games? week. It happens. The spread. It happens. I felt like last week was fairly um, straightforward. Actually, I do want to get your thoughts, Mr. Gonzo, on the Carolina-New Orleans game, the game we thought was going to be a huge uh, good sir, game. It, really it turned out to be that. not a very good game at all. Here's, here's where, where you go with that. You have a team that was hot. You have a team that won eight in a row. Mm-hmm. You have a young team in that respect as, as well as their quarterback and, and whatnot. Uh, that's the kind of game they lose. Uh, maybe not the way we thought they would. But that's the kind of game they lose. I'm more interested in how they bounce back this week than anything. Um, Drew Brees is a stud. There is no denying that. That Panthers defense was lost against him. There was, uh, it was pretty funny. Um, I, I don't, I don't think that's the end of Carolina. I think, I still think Carolina wins the next match, the next matchup in Carolina. I'll bet they beat them. I uh, that that agree with you on that. That NFC South is not sold up yet. Nope, not yet. No, and but that was not what I picked. I, I didn't pick. I didn't pick a game like that, not at all. I like New Orleans at home most of the time. I believe that's why I went with them in the first place. I didn't think it was going to be that. Yeah, but you didn't go thirty-one I didn't, to, I know, to I, six. I was not like was. expecting yeah, no. an egg to be laid by Carolina. Well, when not, they they opened up on the first drive, and I thought, wow, Panthers actually have a chance at this game. I mean, they're they're making some drives. They're making some moves. D'Angelo Williams for the first time actually looked like he might be a, a force to contend with in the game. 
But Might be back to his, his true self, what he was before. Yeah, what he was last year. Um, before but, that. you know, that guy can't seem to find the end zone this year. That's that's a big problem. It's uh, uh, my, my, my deal with the Panthers is they don't have the weapons outside that they expect to. Receivers are not there. Steve Smith is good, but Steve Smith is old now when it comes to football, especially wide receivers, and he's little. So you might want to go get him some guys. It's time to get Cam Newton some weapons. Yeah. Period. Great tight end, great running back, great quarterback. Time to get him some weapons. Well, let's take a look Outside, at Cam Newton's rookie year when he was breaking off 450-yard games, 500-yard games. Yep. When he had the receiving talent, that guy was an awesome quarterback. Well, that's also a two-year younger Steve Smith. Um, and, and, and when I say that, I know that Steve Smith can still run a route and get open. There's no doubt about it. He's still relevant. He's still a relevant Absolutely. He's not a top 10, top 15 receiver anymore. But he's he's the he's a veteran receiver that you'd like to have out there. He does nothing but respect for Steve Smith. The problem with the Panthers is weapons. If you shut that shit down, done. If you shut down, if you if you bring the rush up the middle on Cam Newton, where he has to figure out which way he's gonna go and collapse it outside, he's done. And that's exactly what New Orleans did. And a lot of people are exactly doing what that. They did. They're having a linebacker stay home in the flat, and mm-hmm. sure as hell, they're they're shutting down Cam Newton. They they did that game. They did that game, and and. Honestly, the week before, Cam Newton was kind of shut down, too, in another way. To so, wrap up the last week, though, I do want to tell you how much fun it was to watch that fucking Eagles game. That was exciting. I haven't seen a game like that in I don't know how long. I wouldn't say... I didn't think it was exciting. I, I thought, thought it was, it was fun. I, 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 you know I wasn't excited by it. I was I just was. like... I was excited by how fun it was going to be. I, to I, hate to pl- I hated to play in those games. I hated to participate in those games. They were, they were cold. They were shitty. Nothing was good about it, but that was kind of cool to see that amount of snow. Like, they're running through six inches of snow on the field. Did that not make you guys want to go play a game of fucking snowball just right then and there? No, I don't ever want to go play a game of snowball. I think he just went through all the reasons why he would not want to do that. I got to tell you what. I don't want to do that. I looked at that game and I thought, man, I mean, the the image, the, the one image that sticks out the most from that game was uh, the Detroit player who he got up and the face mask. Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson. Yeah. yeah, just the only catch he made all game. Could not. Oh, you don't have to talk to me about Calvin Johnson making. We're not getting into fantasy Stafford. here. Yeah. We're, not, we're not doing that shit. That's for another fucking show. We don't do fantasy football here. But that that was no, we do not. That was hilarious though, because all you could see was his nose, no. and then his hands having to physically go in and pull snow. There's nothing out. but snow coming out of his helmet. That was and, and, awesome. And that is fun. It is it is fun to watch that. It is fun to watch that. That goes into another point that I'll make right now, where people are saying, "Well, that was a lot of fun." Do you think you want to have a bad weather Super Bowl like that? And I disagree. I, I don't think you do. I think that they paid their dues at that point. You want to have the best teams out on the field with weather that is neutral optimal. conditions. It's something that you want to play in to show the talent. Sure. To show the talent. If this was 1952, if this was the Ice Bowl in 1966, then okay, whoopity fucking do. But not a snow game like but that. That's the reason they started the Super Bowl. That's the reason they started the Super Bowl. The conditions... In the first place? In the playoffs? In the playoffs, in the they playoffs. do. But the, the, that's not my point. The point is the reward mm-hmm. for getting to the Super Bowl. That is a reward. Just like the, the Pro Bowl used to be. It was a reward. You're going to go to Hawaii. You're going to have a good time. You're going to bring your family. And you're going to play in a game that's fluff. fluff. Super Bowl is not fluff. It's going to be the hardest game played. But I think it's much better to have it in a 72 degree. Mm-hmm. It gets 50 degrees when the game's over. 
to that extent where you see the talent and you see what they do. Mm-hmm. I tell so you, I, I really hope that I don't care who plays in the Super Bowl when I'm when I'm talking about this. I hope the Super Bowl in New York is good weather. They have they've had great weather in, in February in, in New York. There's plenty of Absolutely. that to back it up. I agree. So with I'm you. hoping that it's a 65 degree kickoff, man. Sure, I, I like that with. You know, if there's going to be a little bit of rain, cool. But but I don't want it to. I don't. I don't want it to dictate the game. Sure. I hope it's like mm-hmm. forty degrees by halftime. Yeah. You and know. you're talking with the Broncos playing. I'm talking with anybody. Anybody. Playing. Absolutely. Okay. Anybody playing. I'll tell I, you. What. I don't like. I. The only Super Bowl that Peyton Manning won was in a chilly game in New York, and it was raining. It's the only game that has had any weather to do with any Super Bowl. Not Miami. Nope. That was that was not in Miami. It wouldn't have been cold. It would have been cold. It would have been warm rain. I tell you what wasn't fluff. <laughs> it would have been like someone was like pissing on you, and they have herpes, and only a little bit of piss is coming out of it a little bit. Bam! What wasn't fluff was the number of highlights that we got to see from this last weekend. Oh well, you, well look at that Baltimore game, and look at the other ones, and then you know the snow did affect it, but it made for some plays that wouldn't have happened. Five. The amount of touchdowns that happened at changes. the end of that game. It was unreal. Minnesota, dude. Like, seriously, I mean, dude. just unreal. The number of... I mean, they broke a record. How many points was it that, that, that was scored in over that the weekend? Half, in that two... Oh, over the weekend? Don't even know. It was, it was like points. 92... They were talking about touchdowns. Tu- it was over 100. What did it was 104 like touchdowns that. or something like that that was scored just 100. this last weekend. I mean, ESPN was not short on highlight reel. No, they, they, they pumped it up, too. So I'm going to touch on the Bronco game real quick. That happened that... That week, I want to talk about the Tennessee Titans game. Um, good stuff. Like to see the cold weather happen. Like to see them move the ball well. Like to see the uh, the refs actually make some correct calls. I, I don't really give a fuck if you don't like the defenseless receivers call. It, it doesn't matter if you don't like it anymore because it's a rule. So you're not allowed to do that. It's not a fucking surprise anymore. When that happens, you know the flag's coming out. Everybody knows the flag's coming out. Boo it all you want. Say it's bullshit, but it's not because it's the fucking rule. Just the way it is. You have to go with the way the rules are set out. Mm. That is all that matters. That is all that matters. Um, the ear hole that Von Miller hit the fuck out of that guy, dude. I was that happened right in front of us. I was sitting six row, baby, six row, nice. and he ear holed the shit out of him. The whole crowd went oh, and then they booed when the the flag came. Even though you know the flag's coming, you don't get to put your helmet against his head anymore. You don't get to do that. Von should have gone low and put that fucking helmet right between that that fucking just right in the middle of his back. Then then there's no call. Then it's a good clean hit. You don't go for someone's head. I don't care if you don't like it. It's the rule. It is what the league has turned into. Shut the fuck up. That's the fucking rule. Shut the fuck I'm up. Done with you fucking crybabies. That's a bullshit rule. You can think that all you want, but don't bitch about it when it's fucking called. It's the rule. So I don't care. Getting into fines care. and players and hits. What do you guys think about uh, the officials and holding them a little bit more accountable for calls, non calls? You think the you think it would be right to start finding officials? They no. find officials all the time. What they don't do is tell us who got fined. Officials that get fines constantly. They get grades. They get graded every game. Okay. But they don't they don't make it pressworthy because that's their infallibility comes from that point of it. Whereas the public and the and the fans are not going to know what official got fined for whatever reason. Because can you imagine if they printed that out there? And then you go to the game and you see that official who's been fined for making two bad calls. He's going to get fucked up. He's going to get messed up. That Those two touchdowns they took away from the Broncos, 
In that in that game against Tennessee, first of all, the Decker was a touchdown. There is no there explanation was, to me. His fanny pack does not count as tu- his, as his getting foot, him down. It went out of the it went out of bounds when he was in the end zone. Well, that's a touchdown, you fucking moron. I, I, none of there was nothing there to tell me that that wasn't a catch. The other one, uh, the Wes Welker one, not totally sure. I didn't see a good replay. There was something that I saw that the ball might have hit the ground, possibly. But if that were to come out, what what happens to that official when he goes to his next stadium? He's, he's under fire. So they don't let us know, but they grade officials, they fine them, they do all that. I was aware of the grading system, but I was not aware no, that there was a fining system. They fine them. They do. Um, yeah. What do you got? We need, what do you we got? need to move on to top fives. Yeah. We do. Our, our uh, Doug, Doug, producer is Doug silently looks, giving us signals. Doug looks like he's at a Slayer concert drunk, like going, Woo! Slayer! Slayer! He's got some long hair draped between his legs. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Slayers. Slayer. What about Rob down there? I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. Oh. Thank Christ he doesn't listen. That was a great shot. Maybe he does. He's so sensitive. Well, if he does, then I'm very sorry. We're going to go to my top five first because I think my top five is awesome. And I can't wait to hear these. Doug, did you make one? Oh, this is the bun jumping. Yeah. Way to give it away. Did you make a fucking top five? Yeah, I did. It was. Okay, cool. Top five Bon Jovi songs ever written. I'm not going first. I'm going last because this is my shit. But I'm going to introduce it. And I'd like to give it to my man here, Jay, to do his first top five. All right. Show. Top five Bon Jovi songs. I'm going to go ahead and say number five, I'll Be There For You. Me and Gon's listen to this on the way home. Fucking That's love that song. That's what inspired the top five. <laughs> It's just I'm fanning myself. Oh God! On the way home, all right. Oh, Number four. Yeah, on the way home. Runaway. I mean, these are some fucking good songs. Runaway was. You're a little runaway. It's about girls that end up being sluts. Yeah, whores. He's awesome. Um, three wanted, dead or alive. How can you argue that? I mean, you cannot really argue that. Two. Living on a prayer because you can't go anywhere, almost anywhere, and not know that song. And now we were, we were at the we prayer. were at the Bronco game, and it came on, and I'm like, "This is a sing along. It's a sing along." And right when I got to the part where you go, ah, everybody went, "Wow!" It was cool to hear seventy plus thousand people yell that out loud. <laughs> it was really cool. All right, and my number one. This is my number one for many reasons. Um, if I ever do feel like I'm gonna have to end it all. This is my Suicide by Cop song. This is my clue to Ryan that it's going to go down. This is, you better find the nearest bank closest to Castle Rock. Blaze of Glory. Oh, but that's not a Bon Jovi song. Oh, no. That's a John Bon Jovi song. That's solo. That was very solo. That's solo. Young Guns mm-hmm. 2 soundtrack. It's okay. Mm-hmm. We allow it because Doug breaks the rules on top fives yeah, all yeah, the time. No, I don't, but I don't, I don't on this one. He doesn't come this one. Nothing with all. With that being said, Doug, go. Number five, living out of prayer. Nice, nice. I think that's gonna make everybody's list. That's I would hope to. so. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> Number four, assholes. Edge of a broken heart. That's a vixen song, you dumb shit. Nope. From the disorderly, from the disorderly soundtrack. The who? Disorderlies. Disorderlies? Yeah. Sorry. With the fat boys? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, I know the movie, though. They covered it, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> That's Number five. 
asshole, bad medicine. Oh, good call. Good call, buddy. Way to go. Fix it. That's who. That's that's where the ACDC guy went. There you go. He went to play for a girl band? Was it Dixon? You know no, no, about, it's Iris something. <laughs> oh, it's just shit on my thing. All right, well, I'll just I'll move through this since we're just shitting on me. Um, number, number two, wanted dead or alive. Say that again. <laughs> number two, wanted. dead or alive. Wanted? Wanted? Dead or alive. It's just wanted. Wanted! Oh, that was a. He was the lead singer for a band. He just said dead. Dead and alive. Dead alive. I might have read it as per text from a 14 year old girl. There you go. Harry's red Doug has hoes in different class codes, in different age brackets. You're all assholes. And number one, buttholes. Number one. I don't think you uh, make buttholes. I, I met Number one, I think that's song. a Bee Gees song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back in. Number one, buttholes. Sorry, Doug. Number one, come Go on. Go ahead, Doug. Number, number one. <laughs> number one. I'm a nerd, so. Shut the door. <laughs> you give love a bad name. It's only Barney Stinson's number one. It's only what? First track. It's only by Stinson's? Barney Stinson. Oh. Because he's awesome. Barney Stinson's uh, first track of the Psycho Mix. Can you say Stinson again? Barney Stinson. 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 Ryan Silva. Rai Rai. Rai Rai the Fly Guy. What you got? I got Living on a Prayer. Got a number four. Wanted. You give love a bad name. There you go. That that made it too, huh? All right. It just make noise over there. That really. (laughs) The lady of the house is making some taquitos or a hot bag or something. A hot bag of taquitos. And number two, I'll be there for you. I actually like that song. It's a great song. It's a beautiful song. song. And then number one is bad medicine. Bad medicine. Like I, I, I pretty much spaced that song. But it's Shake like it up. Alright, so Andy. My turn. My turn. My turn. It's my turn. Oh, yeah. You just said number yeah, one. Prove us oh, all wrong. Prove us all wrong. Number one. I thought you. No, were... I'm gonna prove you wrong. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, go. right with you. Except go. when I go. add something cooler. What? Go. Uh, mm-hmm. Number five. Runaway. Because I love that song. Fuck I've yeah. always loved that song. It's the first Bon Jovi song I ever heard. And you should go watch that video again because their hair is awful. It's worse than it ever was. Number four. Raise your hands. And you guys are going to look at me like I'm crazy, but go watch Spaceballs again. And that's the song that John Candy's dancing around to while he's shoving his face. But when you meet those guys, he's dancing around to a Bon Jovi song. Barf. And that's, yeah. Barf all on you. Barf all on you. Morf. Oh, that's my name. I'm a mog. He's <laughs> half Number three, Living in Sin. I like that song. It's off the New Jersey record. It's a, The video got banned from MTV because it was all like, you know, teenagers pretending to have sex on camera and it offended everybody. So I'm all about that. I'm all about teenage sex. <laughs> Number two. Doug is two. Yeah, we know Doug is. <laughs> Number two. Living on a they prayer. Listening to damn. He said living, his name was Doug. Living on a prayer makes the list for two like reasons. Ten times. Like two reasons. Ten times. Two reasons. It's one of the ultimate sing-along songs, period. Sure. 
And the second reason is after the Twin Towers hit, check this out. This is funny because Richie Sambora and John Don't Bonsovi. ever follow up once the Twin Towers hit. It'll be funny. Don't ever combine those sentences. Shut up, Jew. Fucking, <laughs> so we're going. It's fucking Who Richie Sambora. Who might have taken down the Twin Towers? Richie Sambora and John Bon Jovi did that song acoustically mm-hmm. for, for the concert. For after that concert, after uh, that terrible event happened, and it brought mm-hmm. a lot of New York folks together. It's a Jersey song. And the Jews brought down. Well, that's what Jews do. They yeah. just, just piss on things. Yeah. And number one is I'll like Be the There For You, because it's like one of my favorite songs ever. What is it? I'll Be There For You. Oh, okay. I love that song. It's one of my favorites ever. It's a beautiful, hey, remember beautiful that song. Time, do you like that song, uh, honey? Remember that time Gonzo said that the Jews brought down Tower 2? All right, cool. No, Tower 7. Whoa. Tower 7. The one that no one knows about, Tower Seven. That's the oh, one that because we down. had uh, secrets, and right. you know how to hide bombs. Well, we Bastards. are frugal and money, <laughs> and that's my anti-Semitic joke. But I'm just saying, I'll be there for you. Top five, 2013 NFL. This is going to be a good one. Am I going first? You can absolutely go first. My list, I go last. You go first. No problems, no problems. Number five, uh, Von Miller. Von Miller is a disappointment. No year. argument. Not because of the, not because of being suspended, because of when he's come back, uh, almost absent. Lack of play. Um, just not seeing, not seeing it there. It's disappointing as a fan. It's disappointing as a Bronco fan, and I just, I think he's better than that. But he is disappointing the shit out of me. Uh, number four, Riley Cooper slash Incognito. Slash racist for talk. their uh, it's 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 funny that Incognito gets back up for for saying stuff like that and Riley Cooper almost got jumped by his teammates a couple times. Uh, either way, for using shit you shouldn't say, and I don't really care when when it it's yeah. not a good thing to say. Number three, Atlanta Falcons slash Houston Texans, huge disappointment. Those guys were premier teams. Everyone, us included, were uh, picking them to compete. This Playoffs. year, um, very much so. Playoffs, very much like so. I showed you early in September. I said, I said they'd take a shit this year. Okay, well, except for Justin. Justin was right. Justin number, knew that the Texans would only have two wins. Not number two, number two, Robert Griffin the third. Um, not at all happy with his play. No improvement. Uh, we'll talk about that later, probably. I, I don't. Not happy with him. I, I don't like the way he's playing. He's missing wide open shit. All the time. And number one, the concussion lawsuit against the NFL is the most disappointing thing to happen to me. Not to say the concussions aren't serious. It's the way that it was handled. It's the way that they sold out to get the money and not disclose anything that came out. There will be, never be a record of all the stuff that they were trying to prove is hidden by the NFL now because they sold out to get paid. Exactly. They sold out to get paid. So if you really gave a fuck, if you really thought it was a big deal, you probably would have kept going. Yeah. And they did not. That is easily... In my opinion, the most disappointing thing that has happened in this NFL season. Sure, Justin. Well, I might have some interesting points for you guys as well. Let's start with number five. Point that stuff. We'll go with MJD. Really? MJD. Is it because you drafted him? Um, you Is know why? Maybe a little bit. You're like pissed off that he had a shitty season last year and he's had another shitty season this year. Yeah, you know. He, okay. He kind of fucked me. But we'll, we'll we'll just leave that we'll leave that one alone. Fuckins. 
Four. RG3. I got to agree with you, Gonzo. Um, let's not just leave out the fact that I think he's got a pretty inappropriate relationship with the owner. And it's, what he's they, doing they is definitely talked about sex, detrimental to sex. the his relationship with the it's coaching true. staff. So I've got to say RG3 is in there too. I'm with you. Number three, D'Angelo Williams. This guy can't seem to find the end zone if he pointed him in the right direction from the half yard line. Is this again another fantasy? This is another D'Angelo. fantasy. <laughs> okay. It's D'Angelo. He's got they just won eight games in a row up until last week. Not because of D'Angelo. Not because of D'Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't lose because they didn't D'Angelo's lose in spite of him. It's not in spite of him. I, I, okay. Num- okay. Number two, Darren McFadden. Okay, so you're going strictly players. Are you really disappointed with the Raider? Or did you draft him too? No, I did not draft Fucking him. Fucking traitor. No, I did not draft him. <laughs> um, number one, this is going to shock you. Okay. Jason Garrett, and let me go on my rant for Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett, head coach of the Cowboys, I'm just disgusted. As as a fan of the game, as a fan of a team, I think it's disgusting to hear this guy in post-game interview, week after week, with this good guy bullshit that he keeps trying... Well, you know... Our, our players just gave it their all, and we're just going to keep doing what we're doing, and we're going to go out there next week, and you know we're going to try to get a win. No, nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that. Let's talk about this team, Dallas, because Dallas is they're they're a team steeped in NFL history. I know a lot of people disagree with America's team, but you know they get a name like that for a reason. They're a good team, and they as a, gave it to themselves. Sure, they gave it to themselves. They're they're self entitled on that. But as a as a fan, if would you would you want to hear that from your coach every week, week after week of just disappointment, and that's all your coach can say is we're just gonna keep doing what we're doing. Well, so coach doesn't that's, have a choice. His owner is the coach. Well, and that's that's the other problem. Jerry Jones, he's kind of hogtied, but Jason Garrett's got to step up. He's got to start saying something else because we're going to keep doing what we're doing. You're losing. So figure out something else to do. Well, well you're right about one thing. You're, you're right about one thing. I am very surprised that that was your number one. Very much so. But I'm not going to disagree with that part of it. I mean, coaches always, not always, there's coaches that don't, but a lot of coaches just say the fluff thing. Most interviews you see, whether it's players or coaches, they always say that stuff. Oh, you know... I'm going here. I'm going to do my best, and you know it's all about the team. And you really expecting to, to well. say, "Man, we are fucking terrible." There's, there's, there's <laughs> few Jim Morris. There's little Mike Dickas. There's not. There's nobody Ryan's. There's no Belichick's except for him. There's very few guys that co- can't coach. win with him. That's why Singletary's not coaching anymore. Mm-hmm. That's why he's not allowed to. So, I, it's I, I'm not disagreeing with you on that. I'm just I'm surprised that that's what you're going can't with. Can't play with him. Cowboys. Can't win with him. And Vernon Davis is now the best tight end or top three still. But he did he did give Singletary credit on that. He did say it was because of that. He pumped me up. He pumped him up. And what they him do for player. him? They fired Singletary. <laughs> He's all I'm really jacked up, but could you get that guy out of the building? This is this is gonna piss people off, but I'll tell you right now. The way that the NFL runs is the way that Chris Rock stated how you gotta treat women. You gotta treat players like retarded people. And you gotta be like, Oh, way to go for walking. Oh, that's great water you just gave me. Thank you so much for catching the ball. Way to go, buddy. 
Good shot. And again, there are some coaches out there that they'll say, yeah, we flat out played a horrible game, and there's some things that we got to fix. That's the kind of stuff that I want to hear from a coach. Jason Garrett. You're not going to get that from a Princeton guy. You're not going to get that from a. You're not going to get that from a Jerry Jones team. Well, you got that from you got that plenty from Tuna, and he was on his way out pretty quick. Yep, because he would come out and tell you how bad you sucked. Well, Parcells Hall of Fame. Can't (laughs) argue with them. Two Super Bowls, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Number five, Ryan's turn. Sorry, we done. Oh my God, we still on top fives. Shut up, Doug. Look how quickly Justin fell into it. See, <laughs> he's a quick learner. Very quick. This is just how we treat Doug as a group, mm. especially mm. when he's not enunciating. I know. Makes it easy. Are you fucking out of your mind? Are you fucking? He's fucking out of your mind. This fucking good. I will yeah. fuck you up my goddamn Thor. I'm a goddamn. I will fuck you up my damn Thor. My thumb. My Thor thumb. Thor thumb. With your penis hat. <laughs> With your penis hat? Gonna fuck everybody up with your penis hat there? (laughs) Number five. The Denver Broncos defense is extremely disappointing to me as a whole. That's pretty disappointing. I fucking didn't think they would be this terrible, but they are that terrible. Yeah, it's been disappointing. Yeah, it's a horrible turnaround. They were good good defense last year. Who would have thought really that like having Raheem Moore out of the backfield would Make that much of a difference. And what I, the fuck is that beeping? <laughs> the bomb. Bomb. The bomb. 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 bomb, bomb. <laughs> they are uh, awful. They don't look, and they're getting worse. And it's not good. Not good sign. Uh, number four. Uh, the number of poorly officiated games I've seen this year has been t- incredibly disappointing. Good I've call. seen a ton. Good call. Of bad no calls, and an equal amount of bad calls where you're like. What are you looking at? Yeah. I don't even, like, there's tons of just, he, that's a helmet-to-helmet shot. You can't touch Drew Brees' neck, even though his neck just sort of fell into your arm. Yeah. It's, yeah. <clears throat> well, it's Drew Brees' neck. It is Drew Brees' yeah. neck. P.I. is always going to be there holding But the number of poorly officiated games this year is very disappointing. I thought it would be better. It has crept up. It has crept up. Number three is actually three players. In a row. RG3, Michael Vick, and Hakeem Nix. Incredibly disappointed with RG3. Uh, I don't blame him for having a poor first handful of four games. Not having an offseason, not playing preseason But you better games. step the fuck up We talked that. about that. Yeah. But you got your supposed... They gave the franchise away for you. Mm-hmm. Step up and start to play. Like you guys he, are going to be like a, a top ten draft pick, and it's not even yours. It's St. Louis's pick. And... He, He's yeah. not doing shit. That's he was he was brought on. Michael Vick, not healthy though. Michael Vick, a guy <clears throat> who I you know thought would everybody knew would do good with that Chip offense. Kelly's offense. It, yeah. And incredibly disappointed that he got hurt again and just couldn't play. I think he's I, done. I think he's done. I, he yeah. might be done. He might be. At, he's at the very least on his way to another. He's game. only mm-hmm. had one complete season. Uh Hakeem Nix, no touchdowns, <laughs> dropping passes. Dropping passes, not but that, running that Giants team has been He's not even running all around. They have, but he does not run it. He's not doing things that Hakeem Nix does, But he was, he was out for a lot of the season, too. I mean, he had some injuries a little bit this year, but at the same time, I mean, even what? when he's in the game, he's not 
he's not catching passes. He's, Eli's he's, not, he's not that's his thing. Well he's either. supposed to be the procession receiver. I mean, I'm, he's he's a big play guy too. But yeah, not happening this year. Yep. Uh, number two is the uh, large amount of injuries that we've seen this year. Yep, injury has been huge. Everybody, I mean, almost everybody's been hit by it. It's been completely ridiculous, and it's insane how many teams will go, yeah, but they're in, look at the Green Bay Packers. I mean, they've lost every weapon Look at the Broncos. Like we're, we're, they, the don't Broncos. Even, they don't even list the guys on the injury report anymore that aren't coming out. How scared were you we're when you saw people. AP go down and writhing on the field oh like God. that? I mean, I wasn't scared, but I was like, damn, that's not cool. Oh, I just thought, I, when I heard it was his ankle, I was like, well, thank God it's his ankle. I don't know why I thought that. The <laughs> first thing I thought was, at least it's not that brand new knee that he just fixed. Did. Yeah. All right. Uh, number one, the Houston Texans and the Falcons. Yeah. Complete, complete bust. I had the, I believe you and I had Houston and Indy. Or Houston and Atlanta. Uh, Houston Indy duking it out. And, and I, Atlanta I, I, I and New Orleans. Atlanta. You picked, you, you were pretty good about that. You picked the Saints to win that division, uh, which I give you kudos for. I picked Atlanta to win that division. I thought they were prime for a Super Bowl run. And you go and tell me that Roddy White's the reason they didn't win games, I'm going to disagree with you. You tell me that it's because Julio Jones got out, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. I thought Matt Ryan was a better quarterback. I thought the running game was going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the defense was going to play better. I'm I'm totally with you on that. I could have put them higher. We've talked about we've talked about the Houston Texans being extremely lucky, and I actually just read it on NFL.com. Them basically saying the exact same thing. That I mean, they've oh, lost. Lucky they got they've lost. Game. They lost about I think they six six of their games have been one score. Mm-hmm. Yep, one score games. Very close games. And how many of those were because of Matt Schaub throwing a pick six? Pick six. And, and but, but Doug, which is. A uh, throwing an interception for a touchdown. Good job, Doug. Doug. But see, but see, like last year, the Texans won those. Houston games. Texans, worst name team ever. Last year, the Texans won those games. Yep. This year, they haven't. This year, they haven't. Yeah, they came close against Seattle. I mean, even to the tune of Arian Foster with two hundred plus yards. No, oh, yeah, with the Seahawks. Pickety pick picks. Oh, and Ryan, just to just to echo what I said earlier. Uh, on September 30th, I did write a note over here. Never forget. That the Falcons, I did say the Falcons oh, were going to lose it this season. If you weren't paying attention right now, this is where Justin's jerking off. I don't think the oh, Falcons are going to go 9-7. No, obviously not. But I did say they were going to shit the bed this year. <laughs> so, of the people that nine made their preseason. 9-7 isn't exactly hey, shitting you know, the bed. September That's like 30th, losing a never couple of games. And maybe making the playoffs. If they were if they went nine and seven this year in the AFC, they would probably be a playoff team. Doug, shut up. Probably not. The that, wild cards that are there right now. Dude, look at the wild card. Go look at it again. Like it's Carolina and Carolina's San in the NFC. Right now. Are we talking the about Falcons. the AFC? Did you say Houston? I was talking about the Falcons. Falcons. Oh, I missed. I missed. Mistake. I'm mistaken. Yeah. Mistaken. Good call. Good word call. up. Word up. Shut up, Gonzo. Uh, shut up, that show, part show. where. Show. Uh, yeah. The show. Week mm-hmm. 15 picks. Let's let's go back to this um really shitty Bronco game. Does anybody want to talk about? How I want to say real quick was? what the fuck happened. Our defense sucks, and the Broncos decided that they scored a touchdown and a field goal on two consecutive drives, and that the game was over. And then Philip Rivers didn't even pick him apart. He only went 12 for 20. 12 for 20. Dude, the for run game, than, 164 less. yards, 164 fucking yards, and the run game beat us. And our defense and didn't I do a love damn thing. Philip Rivers. He's a great singer and Weezer. Oh wait, that's Jeez, the wrong kind of river. God, thanks God damn for it, Doug. in though. At least you're trying this time. I don't appreciate that. 
But no, that's <laughs> that's what I'm going with. Um, Last time, drunk hopefully, said stuff. hopefully, that's an elite team having a huge issue and shit in the bed, and it will change, or it won't, or it won't because I'm or telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, be one you done. don't go to fucking Oakland and play like that. You do not go to Oakland. I don't give a fuck how bad they are. You do not show up like that. You don't. You better show up fucking ready. You play the division, you better fucking come. And they did not. That's exactly the kind of game they could fucking lose, and they did. They lost that game. They got beat. They didn't lose it. They got beat. Who would have thought the trap down. game was this game? That's the kind of game you lose. Well, division games. That's the kind of one you can, especially when you're 10-0 and 0 in the last two seasons. It's, you, don't, you don't go 12-0. and 0. Especially if you play like that. I don't, it's a division game. That's Philip Rivers has been throwing the ball well all season. That offense is prolific. The only reason they don't get the same notoriety is because our offense has been off the charts. But he's a good quarterback, dude. The dude can sit back there, especially if Von Miller's not putting any pressure on. If no one else is, and then he just gets to stand back there and find receivers. And you don't tackle him when you get a hold of him. Oh, and Webster can not play the ball. Why is Kayvon Webster on, on the field? There must be injuries. What's up with Tony Carter? Why is he not out there? I have no what idea. What did he do? Like, that touchdown, that second touchdown pass to fucking Keenan Allen, whatever the fuck his name is. Dude, just turn around. Right over the ball his away. head. It's right there. He was He's watching looking. it the you're whole time. You're in the end zone. There's no way that you're not going to turn around and make a play. What? There's nowhere else for him to run. It is done. Make a fucking play. Philip Rivers. Fucking stupid, man. Philip Rivers didn't even look off any other receivers. He nope. looked Keenan Allen that they whole They went play. right at him. They yep. went right at him. And he got beat, dude. He's gotten beat the last all three weeks. season. Oh, the last three weeks. Pretty much all season. Yep. He's been in there. He's been smoked the last pretty three much weeks. all season. Why he's, is he still there playing? He I is don't know. not. He is not. He, he's just Whoa. not physical. He he cannot keep keep up with routes. Was he gets easily rot, lost Doug on double nickel sacks. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> it was, I like sacks. It's, it's a it's a sad state of affairs. They didn't go anywhere towards Harris. They didn't go anywhere towards Cromartie. They attacked him. Period. Yep. Period. And, and Mike Adams, I'm going to tell you right now. If I have a receiver jump Seconds? over somebody and Mike Adams comes like this, instead of blowing him the fuck up. The guy was in the air. Kill him! You never leave your feet. Fucking kill him! You that don't was, go. I mean, he score. And then he the tried to act that? badass. That's another thing that, you know what, yeah. that really makes me mad. When you're fucking, minutes. when you're down, when your team is down and you're out there dancing because you made a fucking tackle, get the fuck up. You know who exemplifies fucking hustle on that team? No, Sean Moreno. Yep. Every time he gets the ball, he Pretty goes funny. down, Pretty jumps funny. up. And I'll tell you right and now. He cries I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. Wesley Woodyard needs to get his ass back in gear. Yeah, he does. He is off. He is way off. I don't know Something if he's hurt, happened. but his coverage is bullshit right now. Bullshit. That first touchdown was him. Because he didn't follow. That's why that guy was wide open coming over the middle. Same motherfucker. Keenan Allen. Same reason. Because Wesley just let him go. Let him go. Let him go. And that's the only thing that he had to do was cover that guy. That was his responsibility. And where is his head right now? Where the fuck is his head? Doesn't look like he's right. Doesn't look like he's right. right at all. So let's get to the picks for next week. No, we're going to keep going. We got an hour and 15. Calm down, buddy. All right, but you're already at 46. I know. That means 30 more minutes. 30 more Mom. minutes. Oh, math. Thanks, Mom. Math. It's right, math Mom? time. Washington, Atlanta. Ooh. Well, what? What? you know what I'm going with? I'll mark down yours for you. I'm picking Washington. 
Really? I'm picking the backup. I'm picking Kirk Cousins to come in and play good because he has played well. He, he played well against he us. In. He played well against the Broncos. He plays well quite frequently. He's, He's a pocket re- passer. He's not a regular backup. That guy He's, can play ball. I think Kirk Cousins gives the Washington Redskins the best chance of winning this weekend. Especially right now. I, I am agree. going with Washington. Everybody agrees, Justin. There Washington. we go. There we go. Bears. Bears. Browns. Bears to Cleveland. Tough one because Cleveland has played well, well. recently. They have. but they, hung, they were beating the Patriots. They they should have won that game. I remember sitting at the stadium, and it's like, oh, they're up by two touchdowns, and all of a sudden the game's over, and they lost. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Go watch those highlights. How can the Patriots keep winning like that? Another thing that we'll address later. But here's my prediction. Here's my prediction. Cutler starts. Cutler throws two picks. Halftime, they put in McCown. He comes back and wins that game. Cutler's gone. Cutler's gone. Cutler's going somewhere else. Biggest free agent in the whole deal this season is Cutler. He's going somewhere else. I got Chicago winning because McCown comes in and wins the game. Uh, Believe it or not, guys, this is going to be my upset pick of the week. Uh, I'm going with Cleveland on this game. Um, I got to say that I really I love the offensive matchup of Whedon against that weak Bears secondary. I think Whedon actually stands a chance to kind of rectify his uh, his misgivings for the past in the season. I think I think Whedon plays a strong game this week. Um, Gordon is going to just annihilate him. Okay, okay. What you got, Jeff? The Browns are playing good football. The Bears are playing outstanding football. And they are chasing. They're right playing now. for something. Talked about this last week. Teams that aren't playing for nothing. Browns aren't playing for nothing. They can be spoilers, but I don't Bears. have Cleveland doing it this week. I don't. I got the Bears. Texans, Colts. Colts. Uh, Colts by a small margin. I say Colts by three. I'll bet it's a close game. I bet it will be. They're I'm going to say Colts and... <clears throat> I'm almost worried to pick them the way they've been playing since they beat the Broncos. It's uh, it's, it's not tough played to pick well. Them. No, it's tough to pick them, and I think I've picked them every week since, and they have lost every week since. They've been my my circle on my board. I think they've, I'm, but I'm taking the Colts this week, and because uh, the Texans aren't playing for nothing, they got no coach, they got nothing, they got they're looking at they the got job. Wade Phillips next year. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. You're playing. You say, "Oh, well, I'm professional. I'm out here playing for my job." Half those guys know that the coach they bring in there doesn't want them, mm-hmm. so they don't really give a shit. And the ones that know they're going to be on the team are are pretty much set on the fact that I'll be playing for the Houston Texans. Andre Johnson doesn't have to try so hard because he knows he'll. Arian Foster next knows year. where he's going to be at. JJ Watt knows where he's going to be at. That defensive line knows where they're going to be. Thank it you, Doug. It up. We see it. Case yeah, Keenum. It has been five minutes. You're he knows where he's going to be because I don't know. If I don't know. I don't know if Schaub's coming back. I'll give you a prediction after we do these picks about the Texans. Sure. I will. I will. Bills, Jacksonville. I got Jacksonville. No, I got the Bills on this game. I like I like Jacksonville at home, and I like the way that they have played recently. I think they've shown some hearts. They uh-huh. really are. The Bills are playing for nothing, as Ryan had just stated that that kind of matters. But neither is Jacksonville. Jacksonville's playing for a little bit more than that. They're playing for pride. They were considered the worst team until five weeks ago. They were the worst team in the league. A joke. Everybody hated them. Not hated them, but you know, pretty much said that they sucked. And I don't think that they're that bad of a team. There's a lot to do when it comes with football. And I'm going to go with Jacksonville at home because fuck Buffalo. I'm going with Buffalo because MJD is going to be out, and although I bagged on him earlier, um, you take away the running game and you make an offense one-dimensional, it's going to be really hard to try to get anything going 
Um, Bills are playing actually solid defense lately. They've actually been They've showing up. Solid defense almost all season. So I, I really gotta I gotta say the Bills have the edge on this by uh, by virtue of defense. Uh, cool. I like what EJ Manuel's doing, throwing passes for interceptions. So that makes my Jacksonville pick look great. I take the Jags out. <laughs> Taking the Jags at home, man. Absolutely. <clears throat> Patriots, Miami. This is where New England's luck runs out. Where they don't get to win games like that. Because Miami has been hot. Miami is playing for a different identity right now. Playing for a spot. They're playing for for a spot. And playing for the whole fact that they've been a bit of a joke for the last two months. Like All that stuff has come up and it's been a big deal. And they've played well. They've responded very well. I like Miami's football team. I, I do. I don't. I don't like Mike Wallace. Like, I think I've gone on that a thousand times. Fuck that guy. He's a deep threat and doesn't run routes for shit. But I like Miami. Uh, New England again has to adjust their offense. No Gronkowski. That's a big part of it. Big fucking part of it. Their receivers are okay, but that is not enough. I, Brady's a great quarterback, Hall of Famer, top ten of all time. There's no doubt about that. But this is where it stops. This is where they lose a the game. That's where they lose. I agree. I, got Miami. I agree with you. I think Tannehill and Clay are playing. They're playing for something, like you said. They're playing good. Uh, Tannehill's making good good decisions in the pocket. He's he's playing near mistake free. The guy's been pretty good. Um, yeah, and the numbers don't lie. Patriots without Gronk, it doesn't look good. Remember the beginning of the season. Brady's numbers were abysmal. garbage. They, they won abysmal. games in different ways, not because of passing the ball, not because of passing. Absolutely. Touchdowns. Absolutely, and you can tell me that Shane Vereen is the answer all you want, but he's still a running back versus Gronkowski, mm-hmm. one Mark of the that. most Mark that. physical point. and point. dominating, dominating <laughs> figures and tight ends, period. And, and, and go on top of that, is New England a running team? No. No, they're not even a running team. They will team. do it if they need to, but that's not what they want to go for. Again, just a one-dimensional team. So, yeah, Miami. Uh, inside the division... Patriots get played hard, so Miami's not a joke. And when the teams in their division are not a joke, which is kind of rare, it seems, but they play the even when they're kind of silly, they still beat them. I mean, Mm. they brought the Wildcat back just to beat the Patriots. So Miami always plays the the Pats hard, even when they're shit. It's been a rivalry since we were kids. It's in Miami. Mm. I like the Dolphins. I'm I'm picking the Dolphins on this one. Eagles, Minnesota. Tough game to call because they're both so fake. <laughs> when I say fake, it's like one week they're this, the next week they're not. Um, it, this was the tough one to call. It, it was tough only because Minnesota wins games they're not supposed to win. <laughs> They've done it several times. I'm still going with Philly. I got Philly winning this game in the, in the nice weather, which means none in a dome. With the speed on that defense, I got Philly winning this game. I got to go with you on that, Gonz. Uh, Nick Foles playing outstanding football. That guy's just come in and just tore it up. Pretty damn good. Um, yeah, Nick Foles, Deshaun Jackson, and Shady back there running. Uh, they're going to be Minnesota's out, Adrian Peterson. So, yeah. going. No, he's back. Eagles. He's, he's going to play, isn't he? Uh, latest injury report says he's still questionable. Yeah, that means he'll play. But I get what you're saying. I think because of his injury, 
I don't think he's gonna play. They don't. They're not playing for anything. I I can't I can't see them risking the best player on their team for a game that means nothing. Yeah. So I think if he's a game time decision and he doesn't feel 100, percent he's not playing. But I still feel like inside a dome that that promotes speed, and the Eagles got speed. Chip got Kelly speed. type of offense, yeah, they do. Grease lightning, shady. Lashawn McCoy is the fucking man. Deshaun Jackson is a stud. They have weapons. That's what they're gonna do. eat lightning mm-hmm. and crap crap thunder. thunder. <laughs> Seattle, New York. Does anybody here? I'm taking the Seahawks. Yeah, that's that's. Dude, I'm telling you right now, Russell Wilson is fucking awesome. That's all I have to say. Agreed. Yeah, the Giants suck. <laughs> they're not Let's good go with this that. Year. Not good this year. They're not very Tampa giant. Bay. They're giant and sucking. They're ginormous suckos. I almost want to redo my thing and put San Francisco, Tampa Bay. This was like the almost Giants a game. half, like thought of an upset there. Almost half of because of the way they won last week, and San Francisco seems to get inside their head and like to be happy. They're like, "Oh, we're, we're so good. Enemy. We're so good. We're so badass. We have been <laughs> mediocre all season long and still been able to win some games." But I'm still taking the Niners in this game. I, I gotta take the Niners in this game. Uh you know what? I, I I looked at this this game this week, and it was just a rough decision. Believe it or not, I am going Tampa Bay. That's not your upset of the week? Nope. Seems pretty upsetting. That's an upset. That, that's an upset, but the Cleveland upset is going to be bigger. No. I think I think Cleveland actually might win that. So if Cleveland score. wins against Chicago and Tampa Bay beats San Francisco, the Cleveland game is more of an upset than Tampa Bay, who's won four games, three, three, four, four, and beats a team that is... Destined for the playoffs, whereas if Cleveland beats Chicago, they beat a 7-7. Seven and seven, You know what the San Francisco 49ers remind me of this year? What's that? They remind me of the Tebow years with Buttholes. the Broncos. Oh, Jesus. Because That's... Colin Kaepernick is just... disappointed. Testicles, testicles, wallet, watch. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going Tampa Bay. I said New York Giants, Carolina Panthers. I think Carolina comes back huge and beats the shit out of them. Oh. At home, I think they run all over them. There's thinking big points, and the Jets get humiliated. There's no, there's no comeback. There's just Carolina dominating this game. Cam Newton is gonna be amazing to watch. No doubt. I think if they win this game, it's not going to be because be because of Cam Newton. It's gonna be because they got the running game going. Because D'Angelo Williams, who can't find the end zone. Well, I'm not talking about D'Angelo. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. I'm making fun of people. He didn't take the trade. Asshole friend was offering it to him. Taking Carolina, but I think it's because they get the running game going. Uh, Two good defenses, but one's not a very good offense, and the other one can make things happen. But I think that front seven is capable of controlling Cam Newton. So they're going to need the running game badly in this game. Controlling Cam Newton. Okay. I I don't think you can necessarily completely stop him if he gets going. Cam is pretty unstoppable when he gets in a rhythm. But he's an athlete. That front seven of the Jets, it's very capable. They play ball. Casey Oakland. This was a tough one. I think it's tough because it's in Oakland. I, I think, think it's so tough too. because it's Casey Oakland as well. That's yeah. one of the best rivalries in football. It is. Yeah. Has been for a it long is. time. I'm still going Kansas City, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout at all. I think it's going to be a tough game. I think um, the Raiders are coming in hard and mean and dirty like they do. And I really hope. 
that they get it all out of their system. <laughs> I'm, you gotta play I'm saying this is a low-scoring game, and I'll even go so far as to say there might be a safety on either side of the ball. Okay. Either side, either side could get a safety in this game. So I see a low score, um, but I'm picking Kansas City. You make predictions like James. That's awesome. Cool. <laughs> now I feel insulted. Oh no, that's not right. insulting. He's he's awesome. But when when he picked the the Kansas City Chiefs to beat the Broncos in the first matchup, he said that Kansas City was going to score two defensive touchdowns, and that's how they were going to beat us. That's somebody being proud of a defense. That's that's somebody that hates the Broncos. Yeah. that's all that that is. That's, that's anti-Bronco talk. <laughs> that's all that. That's that all is. that needs to be said. He really doesn't like the Broncos. I don't think he really likes me and Ryan either. He just pretends to. <laughs> You guys are being mean to our friend James. Oh, Green he, Bay, Dallas. It's just because you're, you're swallowing tampons over there. Why don't you fucking like step up, bitch? Oh my god, run your fucking mouth. What is the report I on don't Aaron like Rodgers? Does I Aaron Rodgers return? Aaron Rodgers is already out. He's, he's, out. he's already out. He's already out. Week. He's done. Okay, well then it's going to be Dallas by a mile. I'm taking Green Bay at Dallas. Fucking a. What does Dallas show me that they are like unstoppable? at... I just started talking. Do I need to wrap it up already? No. Okay, Green Bay. Hurry up, Ryan. We're getting played off. Green Bay. Green Bay, because Dallas can't stop anybody from running at them, so Eddie Lacy's going to have a huge The guy's a stud. Is that a day? We could have had him. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. We could have had him. We could have had Russell Wilson. New Orleans, St. Louis. Does anybody think that St. Louis is going to win? I, I think they're going to... Let's let's go for that. That's go. my upset. What do you got on that? It's the fact that New Orleans just came off a big win in the way that they performed, and they're going on the road to another dome mm-hmm. against a dude. The, the St. Louis Rams have a good defense. Pretty good defense. They have a good secondary. They put some pressure on the quarterback. Good front four. Yeah, pretty damn good. I'm I'm going with the. That's my upset. It's really hard this year to pick an accurate upset. And when it happens, you're like, how the fuck did that happen? That is not at all what I thought would happen. So I'm I'm going with St. Louis in this one. If I'm going to buy in on that with you, uh, I definitely want to see something from Tavon Austin. I want to see some more games like he had midseason where he was just lighting them up. But I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think Zach Stacy's going to be enough in the backfield. I think they get shut down. I'm picking, uh, I'm picking New Orleans on this game. Not a bad pick. Taking the no-no. Arizona, Tennessee. This is the stinker. If I would have had a coin, I would have flipped it. Really? You don't think Arizona's going to win this game? Eh, why? They're playing really well. Uh, how is really well? Like offensively and defensively. What's their really record well. in the last four weeks? I think they're like four of the last five. The last four weeks? Right. I'm saying at the last five weeks. Okay, cool. Four I got Tennessee five. winning this game. I got Arizona beating, beating the Titans. Arizona. Also, <laughs> I think they're playing really well, and I like hot teams at the end of the season. They just stay hot. Now, here's one that can go either fucking way, because it doesn't... Gonzo? Gonzo. You know the significance of this game. It's huge. Cincinnati and Pitt. You know it doesn't matter who the fuck we pick, so you better pick opposite of me so that we know one of us will get the win on it. I pretty much lose every time I pick either one of these fucking teams. <laughs> so it's going to be a tie. Uh, You're this, saying it's, it's going to be a tie. T- 10 to 10. It's going to finish 10, 10 to 10. 10 to 10. 3 to 3. It's going to be a soccer score, and everyone in Europe's going to be happy about it. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know who you picked. I picked Cincy just because. 
just because. I, I picked Cincy because they need to lock down that division. It's a division We're game. We're fucked. Pittsburgh's going to win that Pittsburgh's going to You better pick fucking Pittsburgh. Just take I'm sorry. I, I picked Cincy. They're playing for uh, they're playing for second seed. You're welcome, Pittsburgh. They're playing for they're playing for second seed right now. Kind yeah, but of. Pittsburgh and Bengals winning when we're not supposed to I don't know what's going on. Here's another one that I can't fucking we can't pick right either. The Monday night game, Baltimore Detroit. I'm going Baltimore. I think Baltimore is primed to be a playoff team right now. I think that they're uh, they've hit their stride as far as making shit happen. The defense is not what they were. That's not, not denying it. It's hard to deny that part. But I got Baltimore winning this game. I'm picking Baltimore to go in and beat Detroit because Detroit is inconsistent all the time. They just played such a terrible game. So terrible. Maybe that's a bounce back for some folks, but I got Baltimore winning this game. Detroit needs to win out if they want to keep their their playoff seed. So does Baltimore. Um, they need to not only win out to keep their seed, but they're in danger of losing their their division, their hold on the division right now. So I'm picking Detroit. Um, again, this one's going to be a close one. Detroit by one score, seven points. I flipped the coin because Baltimore scores like touchdowns when they're not supposed to fucking score touchdowns. You want to talk about a team living on a prayer? Fuck. That guy, Flacco, lives Detroit, on every play on a prayer. Detroit every play. Detroit is my heads. They win. Because <laughs> tails, Please. you lose. Gonzo. Tails, you lose. Out of my way, I'm coming through. Roll the dice, don't think twice and be crushed. Crush, crush them. How's your hiccups doing, Doug? You got her back. You got um, her bell. You got a fastball. Fastball. Time to do your job. Monkey. Tuxedo. Get to work. Work that slut. Ask it. Okay. Ask. Ask it. Ask kick. Gonzo. Ryan. RG Thrizzle situation. What's going on with that man? What's up? What's your thoughts? What's your opinions? Why are they benching RG3? Why is Kirk Cousins playing when you have a quote-unquote healthy RG3? So he can be healthy in the offseason? What does that mean? What does any of it mean? Is Shanahan trying to get fired? Okay. Okay, here we go. Um, First off, I think Shanahan could have handled that press conference better and just come out and say, my quarterback is not performing because he's not. He's not playing well. Eliminate all of this bullshit, all the speculation, all the stuff that people are saying. If he just comes out and says, you know what? He's not doing what we've asked him to do. He hasn't had two off-seasons. He's a second-year quarterback that's never had an off-season because he's been hurt both times. That would help out the situation. Secondly, what is Shanahan doing? Two things. Two things. It goes two ways. Either Shanahan's relationship with... Daniel Snyder is better than we think because the media reports whatever they want to. Or he hates Daniel Snyder and is trying to get the fuck out with, with doing something like that. It's not sabotaging a team because they don't have anything to play for anymore. There's no playoffs. There's nothing else. Why would Shanahan bench him and say that he needs this time to recover? He's not healthy. All the stuff that he said... 
if he wasn't going to come back. If he wasn't going to come back. If he wasn't worried about having his quarterback healthy for next season. Interesting question on that part because no one can really figure that out. It's all speculation. But if he really didn't give a fuck about the organization, wouldn't he just play him? If he's really injured and just let him suck? Or does he pull him out? They don't have the top pick. The pick is gone. They don't have a first-round pick this year. There's no way of, of changing that. That's the way it is. And then you put in another quarterback to see if that's what you got. Or, or is he hating? I'm not really this. sure. I'll tell you right now what I do know about Shanahan. He is an egomaniacal motherfucker. Every single time he's ever went to be a coach, he wants GM status. He wants to draft his players. He wants to sign his players. He wants to coach his players. He wants to run the whole business of it. That was two minutes. Wow, I'm going to keep on talking. On the follow-up. On the follow-up. I was trying to ask you. Is he trying to get Kirk Cousins traded so he can go to that team and coach that team? <laughs> this, is my, this, is my, this is my thing. This is my thing. I'm thinking Kubiak is already gone. The Houston Texans are not going to have a coach until they sign Shanahan. And Shanahan comes out and starts coaching the Houston Texans. He keeps a quarterback like Matt Schaub and maybe brings in a guy like Kirk Cousins to start that team over. To do that with the talent already on board. You got a big name wide receiver. You got an amazing running back. You got a blocking system that's already implemented from what he started in the mid-90s. It's a zone blocking system that he started. That's the perfect spot for him. Is that what happens? I don't know. But what I will say is that it's impossible to figure it out. Anyone can say that they were right when they just stand on something and say this is what's going on. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't think he just benched them to fuck with the organization because that doesn't. That helps them. I don't think he started Kirk Cousins to fuck with the organization because that just helps them. It's a it's a it's a weird way to work with it. It's a weird way. Shanahan knows how to get out of jobs. Shanahan knows how to give the finger. Shanahan knows what to do. And he's not worried about it. He's paid. He is done, set, paid. Two Super Bowl rings, Hall of Fame in, in his in his foreshadow. It's, it's coming up. He will be a Hall of Fame coach. He gets $7 million if they fire him. It's, it's a, it's, there's a lot to it. My prediction, Shanahan is the head coach of the Houston Texans next year. He keeps Matt Schaub, and he brings Kirk Cousins along with him. That's my prediction. Doug out. Justin, you want to ask Doug a question? I do, Doug. Broncos defense. Better off running the zone or going man? Dude, donkeys fucking women. <laughs> I think oh, wow. that's the least creative but most funny. Donkeys fucking women. Penis cap or Broncos hat? Well, it's a condom no matter what. <laughs> the Shawshank reduction. <laughs> are you Andy or are you the sisters? <laughs> are you getting fucked? Dark Nigger was a short, small little glass of water that came into Shawshank. Well, you know, I like to think I was a little bit of Eddie frame walking through a mile of shit. Doctor Who? Doug Dufresne. Or Doctor Lecter? <gasps> Doctor Who. Why? Pussy. Fuck off. No. Nope. Always Argeroo. Fuck on. Always who? Oh, Fuck always on. Always Argeroo. Fuck on. Argeroo. Argeroo. It's my favorite character. I love Argeroo. 
For the boob being too. Fallopian tubes. Got it. For the boob being too. Father for, for the big thing too. Flubber two was not very good. I saw. I just, no, I just no, want to no, say no. to everybody that's listening, this is only the second time in the twelve years that I've known Doug that I've seen him drunk. Really? I would like to reiterate that this is the second time in four weeks that <laughs> 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 I've seen Doug drunk <laughs> on the show. On the show. On the show. Um, I got, I got another one for you. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo.